0: Trading Nut, episode 143. In 1929, when you went through the crash, if you had $1,000, at the end of it all, when the shit hit the fan, you had $21 left in American money. If you left that $21 alone, uh, on January 1st, 1999, you would have $1.7 million. Makes the impo- uh, uh, important point that when you hold and get 8 9% of compounding annual growth rate, you can create pretty good wealth. Here's the interesting part you do the same thing with bitcoin bitcoin's compound annual growth rate is 230 percent you didn't have to wait 70 years in fact you could have done it in four or five years so guess what happens you just created unbelievable time for yourself didn't you? the market's
1: going to do something your job is not to fight it the market
0: never ever runs away it's always there that personal diary of trading
1: What's up, traders? Welcome to what's going to be a very different and very interesting episode of Trading Nut, which isn't going to be a standard kind of let's get a trader on and find out what makes them tick and find out how they trade the markets. This guy I've got on today is Dr. Jack Cruz. He's a neurosurgeon, so he comes from the medical professions, but he's got such unique view on things like cryptocurrency bitcoin investing health and wealth that you guys are going to be blown away by what we talk about today or well, in fact what jack talks about and shares with us today is some crazy sort of Different ways of looking at things which are either going to help you with your chart time and how you spend your time as a trader Uh, it's going to help you with your health it's going to keep you away from visiting him as a neurosurgeon for consultation there's going to be a whole bunch of things in here guys that are hopefully going to help shape your life which will help shape your yourself as a trader and as an individual doesn't matter who you are listening to this is going to definitely help you out so guys uh, that's coming up in a second now Before we do jump into it, I do want to talk about something coming up here on Trading Nut, which I'm involved in. It's the Genius Trader. Okay, so it's a trading psychology program to get your mindset right. So stay tuned for that, guys. That is coming up. It's gonna be awesome. I've got an expert who's helped me along the way to come on board and help you guys uh, take your trading to the next level from a mindset point of view. So that's coming up, guys. Who please stay tuned for that the other thing I do want to mention is that I've got a robot released for my robot Builders Club so if you're looking to automate any of your trading this is a Fibonacci retracement strategy that I've come up with I've fully automated it it's a part of my robot lab builds now the only thing is you've got to get it in October so after October 2021 disappears so does that robot but the robot Builders Club is still there so if you're looking to automate some or all of your trading then you can come on board for the time being, whilst I'm still taking on new members, which will be stopping at some point in the future. So guys, now is the time to make a decision on that. Take the free training I've got over there on TradingNet if you're keen and want to find out more about it. Right, without further ado, let's get on with this amazingly different kind of episode with Dr. Jack Cruz. Hey folks, my sponsors, City Traders Imperium, have just launched some amazing changes to their funded trader program you gotta check out. You can now skip the whole evaluation, trade gold as well as Forex. Plus, they've increased the drawdown you're allowed in both the evaluation and when funded. With C2A, it's even faster and easier to reach up to four million dollars in funding with a fifty to seventy percent profit share. Click the link in the description to find out what else has changed. Alright folks, here we are on trading up. We've got Dr. Jack Cruz here in the house. Uh, welcome to the show, Jack. Thank you. Glad to be here. Well, look, Jack is uh, not my typical kind of guest, which is usually a, a trader. Jack is, in fact, a neurosurgeon, and he's uh, the pioneer or one of the pioneers of quantum mitochondrial health. Is he one of the pioneers or uh, the pioneer?
0: Well, I'd say there's a lot of people working in this area, but the bottom line is we're trying to teach people how to improve their their health span and actually their longevity and And when you understand that, it's a link to time. And if you're tied to investing, uh, it makes no sense to have billions of dollars if you die at 56 years old, like a guy like Steve Jobs. I'm trying to keep everybody, you know, alive a lot longer so that they can enjoy the fruits of their labor, you know, in terms of how they invest.
1: Yeah, so that's that's why I bought bought your uh, bought Jack on the show is basically to get that connection, and it's going to be an odd connection around uh, time, money, cryptocurrency in particular, and even there's some sort of weird things around light and how bringing light into your life can or can somehow build wealth, um, or your light environment. I, I'm really interested to first of all sort of touch on that um, and and sort of understand how that
0: works. So we can start and make this really easy to understand. Nature is the only decentralized network that's natural. Okay. It's not manufactured and nature is a hundred percent decentralized. So when the guys at NASA or the ESA go look for extraterrestrial lights, what are the three metrics that they look for? Just like your guys would look say on TA for looking for stocks or looking for a bond fund. What are the metrics, light, water, and magnetism? So the light they're talking about, is starlight. The water also has its own specifics and turns out magnetism also has its own specifics. And we get into the details. What turns out life on earth in order to increase your lifespan, no matter what you are, whether you're a tree, an animal, a human, uh, sunlight is actually what you're optimized to. And the spectrum of sunlight goes on earth between 250 nanometers and 760. And if you use that light properly, you actually will get to live a normal human lifespan, which right now in 2022 is right around 78 to 81 years, depending on your sex and your location. And it turns out uh, that when you change that metric of light, for example, you're old enough to know that when I was a young man, I used to be outside playing baseball, hockey, football, in sun. Today, kids are inside on their screens, just like you and I are talking to each other, via Zoom. And it turns out most people don't realize that a Zoom screen, when you look at it, actually has a color temperature of 5,750 Kelvin. That's mimics solar noon. So every time you look at your cell phone, every time you look at your computer screen, it's in the middle of the night. What did you just tell your brain? You just told your brain that it's solar noon when it's really not. And when you do that long enough, say you do it 150 times a day, if you're a trader, you may be doing it 300 times a day. Uh, What are you doing? That blue light destroys the melatonin in your eye and your brain and it short circuits the system in your mitochondria, which creates time and health and you shrink and you wind up like a guy like Steve Jobs. And when you don't realize that you're doing this over and over and over again, because nobody ever told you, you know, say from the NHS or from the doctor's office that the light, that comes from the technology we use. Because remember, the evolution of light for humans has changed tremendously in the last 120 years. Uh, Why? Because now technology has all brought us inside. I mean, the good thing about technology is you and I are able to communicate now over the internet and to do this. The bad thing is what we're talking about, how doing this a lot can actually shorten your lifespan. And when you shorten your lifespan or you shrink your health span. How what, what does it matter how much money you have if you don't have the time to enjoy it? And I try to make this point to a lot of my clients and a lot of my customers because one of the things I spend a lot of time doing is teaching people, especially physicians, why I want them to use Bitcoin in part of their practice and stop using fiat money. Why? Because when you're plugged into a fiat system, which is controlled by the hospital, the insurance companies, or the NHS, that's a centralized controller. It mimics those people in the central bank. And all of us know what people in the central bank do. They set the policy for uh, uh, money or the money network. And that money network is being debased globally. All of us know this. This is why we're driving asset values up and why the bond market is negative just about everywhere, but sometimes in real and nominal ways. And when you think about it, you go, this doesn't make any sense. Do I really want to take my hard-earned money and put it in an asset that's being debased? So everything that's fiat-based is being debased. Why? Because it's centralized. And Bitcoin happens to be the first thing that's manufactured that mimics nature. In other words, it creates time and it creates freedom. And it turns out when you plug into that monetary network, you're actually creating time and creating freedom. And at least in my business, as a neurosurgeon, The docs that I teach and the patients that I take care of, they're always interested in having more time and more freedom in their life to do the things that they want to do with their loved ones.
1: Hey, just jumping in here with a message from my sponsor, Sage Strategies. Do you want to trade gold and crypto like the institutions? Well, now you can, and it's free for 14 days with Sage Strategies, fully automated trading strategies. Check out their live track records for 25 unique strategies, plus they'll host everything for you, which is perfect for beginners and advanced traders or investors. Simply sign up for their 14-day free trial at sagestrategies.io and experience it for yourself. And when you say it's creating time and freedom, you're talking about in terms of uh, being able to generate wealth through Bitcoin?
0: Well, uh, not only generate wealth, but, you know, I'll give you the story. And I'm sure you know this as a history lesson. In 1929, when you went through the crash, if you had $1,000. At the end of it all, when the shit hit the fan, you had $21 left in American money. If you left that $21 alone, uh, on January 1st, 1999, you would have $1.7 million. Makes the impo- uh, important point that when you hold and get 8 9% of compound annual growth rate, you can create pretty good wealth. Here's the interesting part. If you do the same thing with Bitcoin, Bitcoin's compound annual growth rate is 230%. You didn't have to wait 70 years. In fact, you could have done it in four or five years. So guess what happens? You just created unbelievable time for yourself, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. And guess what? People always miss that connection. And what I'm telling people right now because many people believe where we sit right now at forty nine, fifty thousand dollars $50,000, that it's, it's already too late. It's not even close. Soon, Bitcoin will be at millions of dollars a coin. And here we are in late 2021 talking about this. And I tell people all the time, this is not a trading asset. This is like you meeting Picasso in 1901 and buying one of his paintings for $10.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: And that's the key. The key the key is when you get a Picasso like Gertrude Stein did at that time and she bought all of his work. She even made the comment, I don't even like some of this stuff. But because other people saw his talent, that market generated around it. And guess what happened? Gertrude Stein's 10 and 20 dollars now that same Picasso is 400 million dollars. And when you understand that you begin to understand how you can create time and freedom because Gertrude Stein effectively didn't have to go to work for some employer. She was able to live off her good fortune. Some of us would say, maybe it was insight. Maybe she understood truly the value of buying art before it was discovered. And what I'd say to you, I'm trying to help doctors avoid, at least in my profession, what's going on. When I was a young doctor, You know, doctors didn't die by their own hand very often. Now it's the number one cause of death and doctors of suicide. What is, why is that? Because the way in which we work, we're tethered to computers, we're tethered to working at night all the time, and we have a boss now. See, when I started in medicine, my friend, uh, we were business owners. We owned our own business. Today, 98% of doctors, I know in the UK it's even higher, but globally in the United States, about 98% of doctors are now employed by a system. So that means the boss tells the doctor what to do. And here's the bad news for a guy like you. If you hire me to be your doctor, the boss is in between our relationship. In other words, it's not a decentralized Mm. relationship. See, it's Mm -hmm. centralized because my boss tells me you have to have a vaccine to come have surgery with me. That's not the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be that you and I have a conversation about what the pros and the cons are. And through informed consent, you make a decision for yourself. And I honor that decision. And if you need surgery, I operate on you. But I don't force you to have something that I don't think you need. But the centralized controller does that. So teaching physicians how to unplug from that system and plug into the Bitcoin monetary network, believe it or not, they can take a lot less money in Bitcoin because they know that that money is going to be worth substantially more money down the road. And the quicker they make that decision, the faster they can unplug from the system. Okay, that's the key for doctors to understand. And I want to tell you the story is the same thing if you're a plumber, the same thing if you're a lawyer, the same thing if you're a trader. And you know that traders make money by getting in and out of the market. You use a lot of timing, you use technical analysis. There's many, many things you use, but it's a very difficult job to be successful at long-term. The key is with Bitcoin, trading it makes no sense at all. It's kind of like saying to you, hey, I wanna trade time for more time. When somebody says that to you, you go, this makes no sense. Instead, it makes more sense to buy it and hold it. When you hold it within 3.2 years, you're guaranteed you're gonna make money. That's actually been algorithmically true because it's based in Satoshi's white paper. And guess what? It turns out that's the same thing that happens in biology. When you're tied to the right light, the white right water, and the right magnetic flux, guess what? Life persists on that planet. So I'll give you an example. The closest planet to us right now is Mars. It's a dead red desert. You know why? It's got the sun just like we do, right? But the difference is there's no magnetic field on Mars protecting the surface. So guess what happens? The full spectrum of the sun bakes the planet and radiates it. So without the magnetic field, can life persist even though the sun's there? The answer is no. We also know that Mars has water at the poles that's frozen. We can see it even through the telescope. Well, what good is the water if the planet's being completely irradiated by the sun with full spectrum? And all of a sudden you go, wait a minute, this is our next nearest neighbor, and light, water, magnetism are there. But guess what? Life's not there. So what does that tell you? It tells you that the conditions of existence, just like the conditions in the market or the conditions of the asset, are actually really important to get time and get freedom. And most traders should understand this because Amazon is not always a good buy. Facebook is not always a good buy. An ETF is not always a good buy. That's why there's different cycles. And it turns out, The same thing is true with Bitcoin, just as the same thing is true with your health. There is a time and place where light water and magnetic effects are optimized. And it turns out we're fortunate on Earth because all of those things are in the Goldilocks phase. The problem is many of us, if we're too tethered to technology, which brings us from inside out of the sun, uh, we develop different problems like Parkinson's disease, Alzheimer's. This shrinks the amount of time and freedom you have. Why? You're actually stealing freedom from the people who are your caretakers, whether you're paying them or not, whether they're your family member. And when you start to think about this, you're like, yeah, what good does it mean for me to have millions or billions of dollars if I can't enjoy the quality of my life, if I don't have health, if I don't have my time? And I tell people, one of the lessons that you learn being a mitochondriac utilizing quantum health is that when you optimize light water magnetism, you also begin to realize for your investing future, you really want to be invested in something that provides the same type of returns. It may not be as explosive as some of the returns that you guys could uh, get in say a crypto asset, you know especially one of the altcoins. Mm. But when you realize the way you're designed to live your life, you're trying to get your real goal is to try to get your 80 or 90 years not tethered to me. You want to avoid me like the plague. You don't want a doctor Mm. in your life. You want to be healthy. You want to be able to do the things you want to do. You want to be able to go to the med. You want to be able to go on a boat. You want to be able to take a trip with your family. And the problem is there's too many people out there that are killing themselves to try to make a buck. And then by the time they're fifty years old, they go to the doctor, get written prescription pads, and next thing you know, you're taking twelve medicines, uh, and your blood pressure's up. You still have a good time talking to your friends about trading, but ultimately you wind up having high blood pressure, have a stroke, can't move your left side. What good is your 150% return on Apple stock in that situation?
1: Yeah. And and what what's the what what's your sort of recommended course of action for the people that well for people that are tethered to a screen like a lot of my listeners if they're if they're trading um and or, or just you know for whatever reason not getting enough light uh perhaps even water and magnetism I and mean, what's your sort of recommendation or recommended course of action
0: well the easiest thing that you guys can do two things i always tell people 80 percent of the solution is if you see the sunrise every morning no matter where you live so if that means you have to set a clock and get up early and go see it you do that because that sets the circadian mechanism that's in your brain. That's the clock timing mechanism. That should make sense to traders. It's kind of like having inside information about how things really work. That's exactly what you want to do. The second thing, you can see these glasses I have on, and you have no glasses. These protect my eyes from the blue light from the screen. Uh, I've got some of those for later on. Mighty yellow. Right, Right. and the yellow ones are good. Uh For me, it's the middle of the day here, so it's bright. But the other thing I have on my computer that you can't see, I use something called Iris software. Iris software blocks the blue light. It also blocks the flicker effect. So those are two things that you could do as a trader when you're on your screen to help yourself. The other thing that you need to do is everybody has different risks. So, for example, we just went globally through COVID. One of the things we know about COVID is people have low vitamin D levels get much more severe COVID. Those are the people that can die or they can get the, the the problems from it. Well, go out and get your vitamin D level checked. Most people believe that vitamin D you get from food. It turns out you don't. You get it from solar exposure. Hmm. And the problem is, what are we told globally? The doctors all tell you that the sun is toxic for you. It turns out it's the opposite. It turns out that the real truth is those people that have the lowest levels of vitamin D die the soonest. There's been actually six meta-studies out about that. But that's not the story you get from the doctor. And here's the reason why... You don't get that story from the doctor because the system of healthcare is built to take care of sick people. They want to keep you sick. Got it. Mm. They want to keep you taking the prescriptions. That's the goal. And the thing is you as a trader have to understand that's insider information. Now, what do you do with that? That means, okay, Jack is saying, I got to protect my eyes. I got to make sure I get good solar exposure to keep my vitamin D up to a certain level so that my immune system and everything that's built in me keeps me functioning. Why? Because what's my goal? My goal is to increase time and longevity so I don't have to plug in to the sick care system that's present in my country or in Jack's country. Jack's a nice guy. Let's talk to him about Bitcoin, but let's not talk to him about brain tumors or or you know blood clots or strokes because you don't want that. You don't want to see me in your life for that reason. That's really bad news for you. That means that... Your technical analysis has sucked.
1: <laughs> and what about magnetism? Because I've heard of uh, people who've had treatments through sort of magnetic therapy and, and that sort of thing, or they they go to special doctors who are you know, uh, alternative kind of doctors where they get magnets run over their bodies and this sort of thing. I mean, what's your view on on that?
0: I'm not I'm not really a big fan of that. The, when I talk about light water magnetism, I'm really talking about actually how mitochondria work. And for those of you who don't know. But mitochondria, they're a part of the cell that actually transforms energy. So the way I like you to think about it, think about the engine in a Ferrari. When a Ferrari comes off the line, it goes 225 miles an hour, no matter what kind of shit fuel you put in it. Why? Because that's how it's designed to work. That's what your mitochondria does. takes all the energy source outside, which is predominantly sunlight, and puts it into physiologic energy so that you and I can talk right now. So I'll give you an example about magnetism. I already gave you an idea uh about mars mars magnetic field should protect the planet and basically take the full aspect of the electromagnetic spectrum and just make it in a small band which is visible light that's what we have on earth that's not what we have on mars but in us what's the magnetic effect in a mitochondria it turns out we make these chemicals you probably have heard of they're called free radicals free radicals are all chemicals that have one electron in the outermost shell When it has one electron, it creates a magnetic effect. Turns out your mitochondria pays attention to that magnetic effect. So depending on where you are on the planet, depending on your latitude and longitude, your design, your mitochondria, are designed to make a specific uh, free radical signal that your mitochondria responds to. What does your mitochondria do? You know that when you own a, a Ferrari, your Ferrari has to be maintained by a mechanic. Otherwise, it's not going to run optimally when you keep driving. it. Mm. Well, your mitochondria has comes with a built-in mechanic. That built-in mechanic works with light, works with two specific parts of light, UV light and infrared light. Those are two parts of the spectrum of light that your eye is blind to. And it controls the two change programs in your mitochondria so that when the mitochondria gets really bad, it takes it out. That's called apoptosis. And when the car engine gets kind of bad and it has to be rebuilt, that's called autophagy. That's what red light takes care of in sunlight. And it turns out most people don't realize in sunlight, 43% of sunlight is red. Only 4% is UV light. And it turns out if you don't get that optimal dose that you're supposed to get daily, guess what happens? Your Ferrari engine doesn't turn over and get treatment Every day when you sleep, and you wake up, and you wind up having to come see a guy like me Mm. to do something to you. But I will tell you, you're much more effective, my friend, using nature's decentralized network than the centralized doctor for me to do the mechanics on you. Why? I'm more expensive, and I'm not as good as nature. And and do you um,
1: just sort of thinking about my what my routine, which is like now in the last probably three or four months, even maybe longer. I now go outside onto the grass, onto the lawn to do yoga wow. maybe four times a day. So I'd actually sort of come in here, do my work, go out there. It doesn't matter if it's like, I mean, if it's raining, I won't do it. But if it's like even just cold and windy, I'll go out and do oh, it. That's is, perfect to do. Is that sort of like getting connected to the ground or the grounding type thing, something that also helps with that resetting of the body?
0: Yeah, it does. This is a, this is a little bit more interesting. Um probably deeper than I thought we'd go, but I'll teach you how grounding works because it actually is quantum mechanical and it works with mitochondria. We're the only primate on the planet that has um, modified apocrine glands in our feet and our hands. The reason for that is we have sweat glands on them. This is why you know you wear socks to get all the sweat. But you have to ask yourself, why is it that monkeys or gorillas don't have that, but we do and we're in the same family? turns out it's tied to grounding. Why? Because, We didn't evolve in trees like they did. We evolved on the ground and in water. So when the sun hits a planet, okay, that's called a cathode ray. Just like you remember your grandmother taught you about black and white TV. When a cathode ray hits an anode, which is what the planet Earth is, free electrons are given off in that interaction. Anything that is wet makes a better connection. So guess what that means? You're getting free energy from the sun. By walking barefoot, whether you're on your lawn or at the edge of the beach or on, say, a rock, what you don't want to be on is wear rubber sole shoes. That blocks the connection. And guess what? Most people today, what do they do? They wear rubber sole shoes. I even tell guys who work, you know, on the street, in Wall Street in New York, it used to be that every time you went to buy shoes, really nice shoes that cost three four or $500, that had leather bottoms. Now you can't even get those anymore. But leather is animal skin, and when you wear those, it actually allows you to connect still through the ground. So grounding is effective. And here's the other thing you may be even more interested. When you're on the ground and in the sun, you're making a better connection so that you can improve the vitamin D level in your body. So what what am I saying to you in all this to bring it back to, to Bitcoin? I'm making you more decentralized when you understand how grounding really works. Why? Because You get free electrons from the ground. You don't have to eat them, okay? Mm. When you don't have to eat them, then you get even better and better. And then you start to realize, so is this the reason why intermittent fasting really works? Is this the reason why people tend to eat too much because they're disconnected from nature? And the answer is yes. That's the answer. The answer is you are designed by nature to be connected to a decentralized network. So now you can flip the switch and say, okay, now I understand why Jack is very into Bitcoin because Bitcoin mimics the exact same situation that we have for life. And it's the truth. It exactly does that. Like I tell people, if you look at Satoshi Nakamoto's white paper, you see the thing about the, the hash rate. The hash rate is um, uh, an, analogous to discussing the metabolic rate in the organism. And we know that the metabolic rate in the organism To live a long lifespan, it has to be at a certain rate. The same thing is true in Bitcoin. We saw that recently when China dropped uh, all the miners over there. We lost 50% of the hash rate, right? And Mm -hmm. price discovery changed. But guess what happened? As of today, the hash rate's back to what it was beforehand. So what does that tell you? Could China affect the Bitcoin network? Turns out it couldn't. Mm. It's back. Just Just like when an asteroid hit the planet here, Yes, it affected life. We had an extinction event, but life still persisted. Why is that the case? Because life is fully decentralized. So is Bitcoin. And you always hear people in the Bitcoin community talk about it being immutable. Nobody can screw with it. These are the reasons why this is important, because it's impossible for you to kill it, Uh, just like it's impossible to extinguish life. One of the things that we do know that's not controversial you know that life started on earth 3.8 billion years ago. It's changed a lot. You know, we used to have dinosaurs and now we have silly talking monkeys. But the bottom line is life has always found a way. And the the I guess the the main mechanism I want you to understand is the same thing is true when it comes to money. That if you invest in decentralized networks, truly decentralized, not ones run by marketers that are going to tell you. Cuz remember marketing is legalized lying, okay? When you find something that's decentralized and you put your money in that, let me just tell you something, amazing things can happen. So you what, can change your life totally. So what about,
1: uh, like, surely, what about these altcoins or, you know, sort of, bit, not Bitcoin, but other major major coins out there that I suppose the next coin that people think is going to take over Bitcoin and be used as a, as a payment gateway for, for, you know, for the world... I mean, what's your view on that?
0: Yeah, I mean, people always talk about Ethereum that way. Ethereum, if you just look at its organization and white paper and its history, it's not decentralized. They tell you it is, but it's not. They keep creating more than they burn. Not only that, uh, they've been making a lot of promises since 2017 about ETH 2.0, still not there. And here's the funny thing. Everybody said that there's no way that you could scale transactions and have payment rails on Bitcoin. Well, guess what? Lightning took care of that. And if you've seen, you know, recently on CNBC and Fox Business News, Jack Maulers came out there and said probably the most amazing thing that I think your community needs to hear. People have always looked at Bitcoin as the net asset price of the coin. You know what they've always ignored? Is Bitcoin, the network that plugs into it, is worth way more. It's kind of like saying to Google, do more websites make Google search engine better? The answer is yes. So that means Google likes uh, as many web pages as you can. Turns out the same thing is true with Bitcoin because as the payment rails on Lightning increase, the use case for Ethereum goes by the wayside. And now here's the beautiful part of it. We now have a small little country who basically just told the world, we're going to use our two volcanoes to get rid of the IMF. That's what's going on in El Salvador now. If you don't think that is an amazing story of freedom and time for 8.5 million people, then I'm going to tell you that you really don't understand decentralized network because I want you to think about this, my friend. I just got finished telling you a lot about nature. Remember that a volcano is also a natural product. It's tied to light, water, and magnetism. And you can use the power in that volcano to turn it into a monetary network to get rid of one of the most heinous things that's present in human history which is a central bank and basically we now have their president bucle doing this to the to the imf it's absolutely astounding and we just got word yesterday that now brazil that has 214 million people are gonna make bitcoin legal tender Well, My question to you, and I'd flip this around even to your audience, why is it that Bucle and Brazil didn't make Ethereum legal tender? Do you know why? Because Ethereum benefits the people who are the central controllers. Ah. And guess what? Jack Cruz says, I'm not interested. I'm not interested in supporting another central bank. I'm not interested in listening to marketing spiel I'm interested in something that works, irrespective. Like I don't want a CEO, I don't want a marketing team. You know, I nature doesn't have one. We call them Mother Nature, but you know what? None of us can go see her.
1: Now, what about? uh So this is a bit controversial, but and and suppose something for you to to think about and come up with an answer. So, like you know, obviously Elon Musk said, you know, hey. We're out of Bitcoin because it's you know costing too much on the environment the environmental impact of uh, running this on GPUs is just you know huge from a from a power usage point of view now there's um, you know innovations around running running or mining on uh, hard drives which are a lot a lot less intensive from an energy consumption point of view i mean what's what's your sort of view from a like you know, Bitcoin decentralized, it's it's fitting with the the environment. But on the flip side, it's using all this power up, which is now... It's
0: not using using power. Like, this is the most ironic statement. Just so you know, Musk still owns a billion and a half dollars worth of Bitcoin. He hasn't sold it. But remember, the stuff that he puts in his batteries is more devastating to the environment than the electricity used. And let's not forget this. If you believe his narrative that the world is going electric electric vehicles. Do you know that we have to increase the power grid four times to what it is today to support those vehicles? Uh, how are you going to do that? Yeah. So you, you have to realize something, my friend, this ESG narrative that came out, this came out from the world economic forum. The world economic forum is supported by the BIS. Here we are back to the central bankers. They're trying to fuck us. Got it. And you need to know how this connections there. And it turns out this energy FUD is ridiculous. And I actually just showed you the number one thing that's happening in Bitcoin. We now have a country connecting a volcano to make Bitcoin. That's taking energy that was being not used and turning into something useful. We now have uh, miners up in Canada taking stray gas out of the ground and using it for that. This is energy that was not being used. The same thing in China was with the hydroelectric power. That was excess that's what they were using oh. but why did they get get rid of the miners there because China right now just went through a huge drought for two years they now are turning off the power in China because of their supply chain problems they didn't want any money going to uh, energy going to Bitcoin because they needed to keep the elevators running in Shanghai mm. yeah. there is the difference and people think that the Bitcoin network, utilizes energy from the grid. It turns out that's not true and it doesn't need to use it. There's so much. If you truly understood what's going on in El Salvador, they are making the best case ever that Bitcoin is completely green and renewable. Why doesn't matter where the energy comes from. And it turns out if you understand Bitcoin fundamentally as a monetary network, it's always going to favor the lowest cost producers of energy. That's the whole goal. So everything about Bitcoin is anti-world economic forum. It's anti-BIS. It's anti-Central Bank. If if you are a financial person and a trader, and you can't get behind that message, then then you just don't understand truly how we're all being lied to.
1: Awesome. Now,
0: that, that's, that's uh, fantastic and
1: fascinating stuff. I mean, I've... Really, probably learned about twenty different things here, and uh, it's given me a completely different perspective on not just Bitcoin as a whole. So, um, before I was like, even like, even though I'm sort of pro Bitcoin, I was sort of like, oh, but could something else take it over and and be the be the one? Um, and, and also, this whole sort of connection between the environment—that's just fantastic fascinating stuff um is there anything i haven't dived into here because i know like your your list of of things that you sort of talk about here in in terms of like thermodynamics and how they connect to, to currencies and your cellular cellular body is there anything i've missed here that i should be asking you
0: well i would i would tell you it's the other link between health and wealth you know i told you before that a mitochondria transforms energy source the major energy source on earth is from the sun the entire food web on the planet comes through the sun via photosynthesis. Mitochondria transform that energy by us- utilizing food as an electromagnetic barcode. That's effectively what a mitochondria does. And that creates the thermodynamics that we use in physiology. I would tell you the same thing is true with Bitcoin. What does it do? It takes energy, and, and, which is electric by nature, but it can be steam driven. It can be flare gas driven. Could be from shale fields. It doesn't matter where it comes from. But that is turned into monetary angel. Once the coin is mine, then guess what? The coin is then subject to market variables, which you guys know very well. And since we know there's only 21 million coins, that means that Bitcoin also has a thermodynamic power to it. And it turns out, as time goes on, Bitcoin is going to become more and more valuable. And As I said to you, I would challenge any trader out there to go out And find me another asset that's performed 230% Kager over 12 years. I got news for you. If if you were doing that, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. You'd, You'd be more than wealthy. And this is very little money it would take to change your life. And guess what? That's my goal for people to understand. I want them to know that if they can get in to Bitcoin and stay for five, six, seven years, they can make unbelievable amounts of money in very short periods of time. And it doesn't take very much money to do it. And I tell people all the time, do you want to see the thermodynamics of the monetary network? Just for argument's sake, take $20,000 US, plug it into a compute, uh, uh, a calculator, compound interest calculator, just go half of what Bitcoin was, say 100% Kager for five years. You know what you'll find? In five or six years, you'll have about $20 million. Right. You tell me any other stock, any other bond, any other piece of real estate where well, you can turn twenty grand into that kind of money, and I'll kiss your ass. That's the power of a decentralized network. Yeah, and and look, I mean, I I, I
1: used to ask this question when I think Bitcoin was on its rise to, to its first twenty k, right? I used to ask uh-huh. the question of my guests, "Where do you think it's going to go?" Like, because I mean, at that point in time, there was yeah, I mean, people who were knowledgeable, people who weren't, and you know, somebody said, "I think it's either going to go to hundred k or one k." So even at that point, you know, people were like skeptical as to whether or not it would, would even go. And some some guys who like, you know, big, big traders, they didn't have a clue. They were like, I don't I'm just not interested in it. It's just not for me. Now, I'm gonna ask you the question. I mean, where do you think Bitcoin will be uh, let's say twenty thirty? So it's almost ten years um, from
0: now. I think by twenty thirty it should be around ten million dollars a coin. Wow. And that's, that's the highest. I've I th- heard. Th- well, I will tell you though, I'm gonna shock you further. Um, the question that you probably need to ask yourself when you get done with me here is I'm going to tell you that Bitcoin is going to be the global reserve asset. It's going to replace petrodollar. It's going to replace everything eventually. What do you think it's going to be worth then? Because I'll tell you right now, global finance, $900 trillion. If you do a probability analysis, which most traders are good about doing, where should they be? Especially if you use CDS spreads right now, fair value for Bitcoin is about 200 to $300,000. The if you use a probability analysis, within three or four years, it will be about two and a half million a coin. So let me ask you a question: We're at fifty thousand right now. If you talk to your trader friends, if there was a ninety percent chance that something could be at two and a half million, that's at fifty thousand now. That's a pretty nice return, don't you think? Yeah. Where do you, would you have to stay up looking at screens and doing all the things you have to Let me ask you the question. Would that save you time, my friend?
1: Yeah, exactly. It would. So that you could do
0: things that yeah. you really yeah. want to do, yeah. get out in the sun, learn more grounding, more about how to take care of your mitochondria so you can avoid guys like me. See that? That's the real reason I like to talk to people or traders. Because I tell you, traders are like me. My job was fundamentally hurting me by staying up all night. When I began to realize this, this stuff, I changed the way I did my job. But then I actually changed the way I invested. And I began to invest heavily in Bitcoin. And what happened is the same thing I'm going to tell you that's going to happen on the global stage. Bonds right now everywhere are negative in the world. And you know that a negative interest bond is thermodynamically inefficient. It's a bad investment vehicle. Okay, The more negative it gets, the more the, the less sense it makes. This is why Ray Dalio has come out and said, if you own a bond, you're an idiot right now. So what happens when sovereign wealth funds begin to realize this? And they, they look at the 10-year chart of gold and realize its returned 1.8% when everybody tells you that gold should be phenomenal when inflation's up. It's, it's not produced when it's supposed to produce. But guess what did? Bitcoin. Hmm. And when you see that, you go, so when $100 trillion begin to come out of bonds, where do you think it's going to go? It's going to be just like gravity. It's going to be just like water. It's going to funnel to the hardest asset that's out there that people can't lie about. And guess what? Bitcoin is hard money that no government can fuck with. That's the reason why the governments are afraid of it. Because it's money for the people, by the people, and it cannot be affected by inflation. The inflation rate is built in to the mining algorithm. We already know what that is. It's set up on a having cycle. This is the best asymmetric trade a trader could ever make. You know what is amazing to me? Is guys like you don't get this. I to me there's no reason not to allocate tremendous amounts of your portfolio to Bitcoin. Why? Cuz you can put it on cruise control and then if you want to trade what I call the shitcoin casino, which is fiat stocks, bonds, and fiat cryptocurrencies, like the ones you mentioned earlier, I'm like, dude, go for it. But you need to realize your base rate needs to be in something that you, you can go to sleep at night. You don't have to worry about. When I was a young man, probably your age, that used to be buying bonds. I could buy bonds and not worry about why. Because most of my life, bonds were 18, 19%, and they've traveled all the way down the yield curve. Got it. But that's over with. Central banks have printed so much money that we now have negative yielding bonds. And guess what? Most sovereign wealth funds ha- have to own them because of corporate governance. What does that mean? What the, should that mean to every trader? Where's that money going to go when it continues to get negative? Uh, pretty soon, Europeans are going to say, why the hell am I putting 100000 in the bank when you're guaranteeing me 95000 back? That makes no sense at all. But guess what? That's what a negative hmm. yielding bond gets you.
1: Now you you mentioned that the you know the governments are scared of bitcoin and and the what it could potentially mean. I mean what do you think if anything well, yeah, is the sort of come to jesus moment where everything sort of hits home and you're like uh, I suppose bitcoin's at a at a tipping point of like everyone's attacking it, governments are attacking it, you know mm-hmm. that they're realizing that their fair currency may may not survive. Uh, It's not going to. We already know. Modern
0: monetary theory, we know where it's going to end. It's going to end in the printing press.
1: Have you got got a sort of prediction as to like what would actually happen at that point where governments are trying everything they can to like get control of this thing and then the citizens on the decentralized networks just like doing its thing and is out out, out there, out of their control. Have you got a sort of like a, a view or a sort of premonition of what may happen? at that
0: point yeah i think what they're going to do is they're going to move from fiat right now and go to central bank digital coins they're going to try the same thing that they did with fiat with central bank digital coins they're going to invest heavily in surveillance capitalism then eventually what are they going to have to do when that fails they're going to take the cbdcs and put bitcoin in a basket that basket is going to be what controls the rest of the world in other words bitcoin will truly then begin be like Digital gold was for the American dollar from Bretton Woods. But that is going to take us about 20 to 25 years. Why? Because central bankers are so ignorant and they're so cocky. They think that all their PhDs and all their economics Nobel Prizes are better than this. Anybody who's got third grade math down understands this ends because of money printing. When your debt to GDP in China is 300 percent. We, we've got the experiment from 1989 to right now in Japan. They've had no growth because of the same issue. You cannot grow when you're debt laden. And the United States is finding this out. When everybody gets the same shitty message, that's when they'll change. It's it's at the precipice that people begin to evolve. And the key that I'm trying to explain to you is I want you and all your friends to evolve before they do. I want you to front-run the governments. I want you to front-run the millionaires that are out there. Why? Because realize that they're the assholes that are going to raise the tide in your boat. In other words, you're not going to have to worry about looking at a screen because all those people right now that own millions of dollars in bonds and ETFs that are going to be devalued by the money printer, which you know is going to happen when you understand MMMT, The only only difference between me and you, my friend, and probably your audience, is we don't know when it's going to happen, but we know it's going to happen. So you know what that means? That means build your arc for that rainy day. You need to have money in there. If you remember, four years ago, five years ago, Dalio and Druckenmiller told the world, oh, I wouldn't own any of that shit. Now they come out this year, said, okay, we have one or three percent. Dalio and, and Druckenmiller just came out and said, okay, now we have 20% in. What, what should that tell you if you're a trader? What, a, what am I missing that they're starting to say? Yeah, Got yeah. it? Yeah. And you got to remember where they made their money, my friend, in the bond market. And if you look at bond yields, especially in the United States, and you see what's happened this year, if that is not sure sign that should be stamped in your temporal lobe in the memory banks of what's really going on, That is the best case I can make for you why you need to own a decentralized network. And the real reason you want to do it is because when this shit does hit the fan, you're going to have to work even harder as a trader to make fiat money. If you don't have any Bitcoin, that means that you're going to get sicker and sicker and sicker because you're in front of a screen inside and you're not in the sun, you're not Making good water in your mitochondria, and you're certainly not making a good free radical signal. You know what you effectively become, my friend? You become Mars. Right. Got it.
1: Yeah, yeah, got it. Now I wish I, I wish you I could get out in the sun today. It's completely we're completely covered in fog here. Um, but this has been absolutely fantastic and fascinating stuff here, Jack. To wrap up, do you want to let the guys know what the best way is to get hold of you?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can find me on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Patreon Patreon is where I write my blog. I've, I've got, I think, 33 blogs on Bitcoin and how health and wealth link. Uh, it's Pat, Pat, patreon.com backslash Dr. Jack Cruz. Dr. Jack Cruz is my handle on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn. I've got a lot of free stuff that's out there. I also do a TV program. And like, if you were interested in some of the stuff that we talked about on the health side, it's called Quantum Health TV, where I do videos to teach you about the, the thermodynamics of how your mitochondria work. Because ultimately, I think your group, since you guys are always tethered to technology, you probably need this more than you want to know.
1: I'm sure we do. I'm sure we do. Well, look, thanks again for coming on the show. Um, It's been a pleasure having you on board. And uh, yeah, all the best. All right, thank you. Hey folks, ever wonder what broker I use? Well, I use Hanko Trade. It was a no-brainer because I was looking for a broker with good trading conditions and one that wouldn't restrict my leverage. Now, by joining Hanko Trade, I've also cut down my trading costs significantly with their super low commission of just one dollar per 100k. You can learn more at HankoTrade.com or just click the link I've put in the description. So there you have it, folks. Interview done and dusted. Now I know this probably did blow your mind, and you're thinking this isn't trading up. But hey, I was I thought it was quite interesting. If you do like this episode then hit me up on either my telegram chat or instagram let me know if you liked it because i'd really want to understand whether or not this kind of sort of uh very different kind of interview style and information that i am bring to the table here for traders is the kind of thing that you guys want to hear more of so let me know thumbs up on the video or uh send me a message on telegram just let me know if you like this or not and um like last but not least we have got a couple of videos for traders going out this week so if you're thinking well where's my trading education well look here it is guys i've got a stock options trading video so this is actually quite interesting for forex traders because this guy was a forex trader who has been on the show before and then i have also got a forex video as well going out so guys You want to go and check that out so two other videos over there on the youtube channel so please bear that in mind when you're heading over to youtube on your regular visit there now uh last but not least yes robot builders club just a reminder here my fibonacci retracement robot for the robot lab which is part of the robot builders club is available this october 2021 so you need to join to be able to download that Uh, and you can still obviously get access to the 30 odd other eas that or robots that are in the robot builders club that come as part of the robot lab and you're going to learn how to build your own robots automate uh pretty much anything you can dream up and or and or semi-automate it as well all right folks that's all over there for the time being while i'm still taking on new members at tradingnut.com but take the free training first see if it's right for you all right guys until next week we'll see you in the markets